This programme was produced at and first aired on NPR, Manawatu People's Radio, with support from New Zealand On Air. Kapai Irarangi Tomotu, NPR. If you enjoy this NPR podcast, please consider subscribing. Our podcasts are available on all major podcasting platforms Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, as well as the AccessMedia.nz app. Kia ora, I'm Hugh, and you're listening to my quasi-weekly podcast, Hugh's Featured Tracks. This is a look back at the tracks that I've featured over the last week or so of morning shows on the Manawatu People's Radio, Te Reo Irirangi Ongatangata o Manawatu. Without further ado, let's hear the first of those tracks. There's actually quite a lot of New Zealand dance hall and reggae music, um, and it's primarily found in kind of Pacific and Māori circles. Uh, there's probably an essay that someone who is a better musicologist than me could write about the specific cultural intersections of Māori and Pacific communities and uh, and reggae music, but you know it's a big thing. Today's featured artist, Ruby Do, is uh, is kind of one step more in that direction um, in that she actually has Caribbean heritage. Now, I wasn't aware with uh, with Ruby Do initially that we've actually got some of her music on air already. She used to go by the name Silver MC, um, but Ruby Do is kind of a new name for a new project where she's kind of putting together a, a Ruby Doo live band as well. Um, so this is a track that comes from the new tracks compilation. And it's uh, the thing about, again, the thing about reggae is that the best of it is always message music, even if it's like uplifting or uh, romantic, there's always uh, an element of kind of, stating your case about where you come from and where where things ought to be. Um, and this is like absolutely the case here. Even knowing that the title is Brown Skin, um, that kind of tells you a lot about where she's coming from and, uh, and what she is uh, putting out into the world. The thing that caught my ear about this one is really that dance hall influence. So if you're not like nerdy about your reggae music the difference really is that reggae is what you would think of as as reggae with bob marley dance hall is kind of a post reggae style that um has a lot of similar elements but uh emphasis on a style of vocal delivery that's a lot closer to rap and in fact um formed the basis for what would turn into rap once it got picked up and and customized by um, by american communities uh so here you go this is ruby do uh with the new single brown skin or new as of august anyway um you if you would like to get your very own copy of this follow ruby and see what she is up to uh ruby do r-u-b-i-d-u dot bandcamp.com is your destination for all of those things right now here's the song Rose can be you know you're ever blessed. Full of melanin, so you're never. 
listen to this featured music spot for a while you know that i i have my tastes but i'm also pretty style agnostic um there's more of like a quality to a particular track that will draw me to it rather than it being necessarily in a particular style or genre um and there aren't really many styles or genres that i outright scorn um one of the few of those would probably be uh the most kind of mainstream end of modern country um and it look it's just it's not for me right it's it's in in every possible sense i i like my music with some dirt on it um that tends to be very clean i like uh a vibe of honesty and there is a, a persistent vibe of like artful performance of a particular um aesthetic which which jibes very poorly with that artfulness um so 
that's all a way of coming around to today's featured track is uh, from an album called Denim and Diamonds by Nicky Lane. And it sounds a lot more like modern country than anything that I have featured. Um, I guess the things that draw me to it despite that are firstly Nikki Lane herself. Um, she is operating from a very kind of take no prisoners uh, perspective in terms of songwriting. She has picked an angle here, which is to explore the the pressures of being a a woman making a country record in 2022 and to kind of lean into those and and lean into a particular kind of uh, willful bad behavior as well. and that that's quite you know appealing i'm going to say there's a difficult thing here as well um one of the things that makes this to my ear a lot uh more acceptable is the production which is like it is definitely a country record but People are are in the habit of referring to Nikki Lane, one of many people who've been given this uh, title as the queen of outlaw country. Um, And there's a definite rock edge to everything that's going on here. And a lot of that comes courtesy of production from Josh Homm, um, who is like an uncomfortable guy to have on your record at this point in time. Um, in 2017, he had to apologize for kicking a female photographer in the face. And more recently than that, uh, there have been allegations from his ex-wife uh, about spousal violence. So it's it's really, really kind of uncomfortable to have to sit with the... Uh, the element that makes this record jibe for me being at least partly his influence here. So, you know, that's that's a difficult one. Uh, what I will say is that uh, Nikki Lane has a pretty extensive uh, back catalogue. You can uh, go back and check her previous stuff and the real kind of star here is her songwriting which i do think determ- uh deserves attention the the track that i have picked um is you know one never knows how much these things are uh autobiographical but it certainly seems lived in and it's an account of kind of trying to make your way in a boys club as a woman basically uh it's called born tough if you want to find this album it's on every conceivable streaming platform you know it's one of those things uh go find it here is nikki lane with born tough well my daddy always told me
Backing tracks from Lake McKenna, better known at least musically uh, as Lake South. Um, for a while on the New Tracks compilation, I've seen them going past. I have liked them, but I finally decided to feature one. And in the course of you know digging into what's going on with this guy, I discovered there are all of these dots to join. For one thing, there's an access radio connection. Um, the guy who wrote his uh, kind of interview feature on nzmusician.co.nz is a guy called Frank Eagleton, who used to work for our sister station, Wellington Access Radio, and um, in fact, he hosted that interview that the article was based on at Wellington Access Radio uh, when he did it back in uh, 2020. Uh, also, the album that this track comes from, which is called The Light You Throw, um, features uh, backing vocals, pianos, and various other things from Penelope Esplin and Vaughan Colgan. Penelope Esplin, I featured uh, music from her duo Grawlixes. Well, it's, it's a duo that expanded into a band. Um, from Anyway, from her uh, project Grawlixes, and I actually interviewed her about that when they were planning to tour through Palmerston North. Um, unfortunately, that didn't happen. Uh, she suffered a concussion and also the pandemic meant that basically nothing happened for a while. Also backing vocals, uh, keys and things from Vaughan Colgan, um, who I featured in his own right and who also uh, guested on my podcast Reserved Recommendations. Um, so if you'd like to hear that conversation, that was a while back, so you would need to look on YouTube, but look for Vaughan Colgan YouTube. Uh, we talked from memory about QAnon, um, which he was spectating at the time um, as a sort of form of vicarious and somewhat uh, voyeuristic entertainment. But uh, it's an interesting conversation if you want to check that out. Anyway, uh, Lake is also part of the project, the uh, Wellington Sea Shanty Society, which um, I, I thoroughly recommend checking out if you haven't uh, done so. It is pretty cool um it's you know it predates the entire uh, sea shanty craze but um it's uh it's very cool anyway the uh the album that this comes from the light you throw is the uh, third album from lake south uh the previous ones were called if you're born on an island the ocean heals you and wellington te upoko o te ika um which actually i think we may have featured a track from um that one had every track named after a uh, place in wellington uh, this album, The Light You Throw, um, I am yet to listen to it in its entirety, so that is a thing that I will get round to. However, um, this track is a, a very kind of beautiful bit of thoughtful um, folk-adjacent singer-songwritering. Um, the story with Lake's solo work is that he originally had this project called Urban Tramper, um, and that uh, started as a sort of folk rock thing and then turned electronic. And the newer Lake South stuff sounds like it's informed by an electronic uh, approach to composition, but is very much more in that sort of 
folk-adjacent singer-songwriter kind of vein. Anyway, if you like the sound of this, you can get the song and also the album from lakesouth.bandcamp.com. That is where I recommend that you get your musics from. I am sure it is all on all of the streaming platforms as well, if you insist. There is a rather lovely uh, video for it on uh, YouTube as well, um, which uh, features Lake himself as a severed head for at least part of it. Um, One of the things that Lake did for a while was kind of do all of his own video stuff, but this one is directed by Hamish Waterhouse. Um, And very pretty it is indeed. Right now, though, here is the song. This is from the album The Light You Throw. It's called Andrew and James Seasons. I had been falling all of the autumn. Now I know seasons. Now I know water. Give me a friendship. Take me to Lion's Head. Now I know seasons Now I know Stories of summer camp Of ritual created You gave up on magic Sunshine so easy I still have a hope for it Orange pine needles Barefoot asphalt Boots and snow and grip Green frost on Saturday morning I'm always running Stumbling with balance I never learned to skate I always learn too late You had a lightness I want to weigh it down I still have a
Back when Bob Dylan did his uh, little run of uh, American songbook covers albums in a kind of stripped down, I think it was either trio or quartet format, I talked a bit about how interesting a move I thought that was from someone who is as established as Bob Dylan and particularly established uh, and respected specifically as a songwriter. Um, You know, this is not someone who needs to go looking for material. Um, And I think in Bob Dylan's case, it's sort of he sees himself very much as a as a craftsman in terms of songwriting um and that was paying homage to to craftsmen that he respected uh in in the case of those tin pan alley guys who wrote all of those classic songs of that era um also you know he's bob dylan which means that no matter what he does, the mere choice of doing that thing, or no matter what he does musically, the, the mere choice to do that thing while being Bob Dylan lends it a particular kind of weight and cultural context that makes it sort of, at the very least, interesting, if not good, by default. Um Bruce Springsteen is someone who is in a similar category. He's had this monumental career. He's had uh, incredible success um, as part of a band and as a solo artist. And he is incredibly respected as a songwriter in particular with this really kind of uh, specific personal voice that he has. The difference between him and Bob Dylan, though, is that Bob Dylan came up uh, in the folk scene, which, while there's a big tradition of doing other people's songs, it's much more in the sense of, you know, here's here's a traditional thing or here's a thing by somebody I admire. Whereas uh, Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band come from a background of of like bar covers. Uh, And so there's a real sense of kind of playing to the crowd and playing the favorites uh, and and steeping yourself in the popular musical vernacular so that if someone says, play, you can play whatever that thing is that they requested. Um, And that's the spirit that I think Bruce brings to the album that I'm talking about, which is called Only the Strong Survive, um, which is a covers album of largely kind of R&B and soul tunes that he put together as a pandemic project in his home studio. Um, It's interesting uh, it, partly for a similar reason as the Bob Dylan covers albums were interesting uh, because you're getting a sort of curated look at the um, at the musical history of America from someone who's drawn really heavily from it and contributed really powerfully to it and and has a certain amount of mana um as someone uh speaking about you know songwriting and and picking a song to cover and feature in a project like this is you know by default sort of speaking to that song's relevance or or influence or you know quality in some way so that's very interesting it's interesting that the songs are a mix of stuff you'll know and uh and stuff that's more obscure and i think the uh the title uh, is an interesting choice because it sort of implies 
to my mind at least, the phenomenon whereby, you know, the music of the past always seems better than the music of today, partly because people who criticize music tend to be adults um, who were passionately interested in music when they were teenagers and thus uh, kind of look at the music that they loved as teenagers with uh, rose-tinted lenses, but also because the good stuff floats and the bad stuff sinks, you know. Um, if you go back to any year that you think had particularly legendary music by your standards and actually go through a list of the things that were popular in that year, you will be astounded at the amount of stuff that you, again, like taking any conception of like objective quality of art um, out of the the equation entirely. Think just purely in terms of your personal taste. Find a year where you think where you uh, think music was good, you'll be astounded at the amount of stuff that you think was absolute garbage that was popular at that year. And it's just that the classics persist and that's what makes them classics. And the stuff that's forgettable disappears into the void only to be recalled as a kind of bizarre oddity um, on YouTube by someone who decided to frighten you with something. Uh, So, It's an interesting project. Would I recommend it? Well, it depends how much you like Bruce Springsteen and how interested you are in his take on what uh, songs are kind of immortal classics that deserve recognition in this way. But I think that real uh, workmanlike, you know, learn a song, get good at it, get good at it fast skill set that he had to develop right at the start of his career is standing him in good stead still and I think that Bruce Springsteen is someone also whose voice has weathered over the years in really interesting ways you know Bob Dylan never had a conventionally good voice and his voice has only become more idiosyncratic with time but Bruce's is kind of mellowed and weathered into a very specific uh, and uh, and highly tuned instrument and I think that's quite cool anyway I'm going to play you the title track from the album Uh, it's called Only the Strong Survive now I remember my first love Of course, the whole thing went wrong. And my mama had some great advice, so I thought I'd put it in the words of this song. Because I can still hear her saying, she said, boy, I see you sitting out there all alone. Yeah, just crying your eyes out into the cold gray dawn. Now there's going to be There's gonna be a whole lot of trouble in your life So listen to me, get up off your knees Cause only the strong survive That's what she said Only the strong survive Only the strong survive Yeah, you've gotta be strong You've got to hold on I wouldn't let the girl know 
she made you feel like a clown Now there's a whole lot of girls Just looking for a good man like you But you ain't ever gonna meet him If you give up now and say your whole life is through Cause only a strong We've had uh, reasonably normal music for the last week. Let's have something a bit strange for a Friday morning. Proteins of Magic is uh, the musical alter ego of Kelly Sherrod, who uh, is a New Zealand-born musician who currently lives between Aotearoa and Nashville, of all places. The reason I say of all places is that when you say Nashville, there is a very specific sound that comes to mind, and that is not what I am going to be playing you. Proteins of Magic's music is... Kind of hard to describe, uh, at, at least this track that I'm going to play you. I guess the nearest thing I would, I would link it to is like the British, uh, trip hop of the late, uh, 90s, early aughts. But that's not really it either. The thing about trip hop is it was very kind of, uh, detached and spacious and cool and this music is much uh hotter and more aggressive than that i i guess the reason that i would join those dots is that um kelly sherrod's voice uh does have that sort of classical quality that you associate with um trip hop and also there is a flute break and the the bringing in orchestral elements was particularly a thing with like portis head but there's not really the hip-hop influence and there's not really the kind of regularity and detachment of beats. Um, Proteins of Magic is someone that you could have gone and seen right here in Palmy. She played here at Snails on the 6th of October, um, which, knowing Snails, would have got you very up close and personal with the music, which would have been fascinating because this is very intense and very strange and I kind of like it. So, uh, this is a single called Lethal. Um, all I know about it is that uh, it refers to a sort of finding a balance of safety and danger um, 
in the world, uh, a meditation on the feeling of being powerful even in the face of negative forces. There is a very dark, um, very beautiful partly animated video that you can find on YouTube for this song as well. Um, I'm not going to say too much more because I think probably the best thing to do is just to drop it on your head and see if it's your thing or not. If it is your thing, proteinsofmagic.bandcamp.com is the place you could get your very own copy of this track along with Proteins of Magic's previous releases as well Uh, there are a couple of other singles up there Second Wish and Third Wish as well as a self-titled album from 2021 right now though from the uh, new tracks compilations is where I got this here is Proteins of Magic with Lethal I'm coming back to you I'm a little father astray You love me, leave me, fight so hard to keep me Listening to Hughes Featured Tracks, a quasi-weekly podcast put together from the tracks that I've featured over the last week or so of morning shows on Manawatu People's Radio, Te Reo Irirangi Ongatangata, or Manawatu. 
If you'd like to listen to the backlog of episodes for this podcast, you can find them along with all of our other locally made shows at our website, www.npr.nz. If you're enjoying this podcast in Manawatu, you could make your very own, just like this one. NPR exists to help people like you tell your story or share your passion on air and online. Check out npr.nz for more information. Support this show and others like it by giving a donation. For more information, go to www.npr.nz forward slash donate.